Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you, but first we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast number three quarters topic of the week is what will happen when muggles find out about the magical world? Hello listeners, I'm Ria. And I'm Jem. And this week we're talking about what happens when wizards kind of come out of the closet (laughs) and how muggles are going (laughs) to handle that. (laughs) Something that definitely would never happen in the books. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I think we phrase this as when, not if, because like, it's definitely going to happen, right? There's no Mm. way that wizards can keep themselves secret forever. Like not in the modern era. It's just going to be impossible. No, they've done it for 300 years and we see the secret society up until like 1997. Yeah. Whether it's by accident or just enough Muggleborns being born, because like, I think Muggleborns will overtake Purebloods and Halfbloods and stuff like that. Yeah. So... I mean, Half-Bloods and Muggleborns will ever take. So it'll just be a matter of, like, that community being like, look, I'm sick of having to choose the Wizarding World and, like, I want to Mm. have both, you know? (laughs) I think over time there'll be either a societal shift or, you know, Wizards will just accidentally fuck up and relearn about them. Yeah, so this is something we should probably, if if not establish, at least discuss. How is it going to happen? Because I have, like, three different ideas for ways that it could happen. Okay, let's hear them. Okay. They're pretty general. I didn't come up with specific scenarios. The first way it could possibly happen is they get found out. Like, there's just overwhelming evidence that magic does exist and is being kept secret from us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this would be one incident. I think it would be enough small incidents over time, maybe then building up to one incident. Mm-hmm. Second way is that wizards get dragged out. Basically, where, like, muggles figure out that wizards exist, and but wizards refuse to accept reality and just continue trying to hide, retreating yeah. further and further from muggles and forcing us to go after them, basically, and drag them out into the light. Mm-hmm. And then third method is a coming out, where the International Confederation of Wizards is like, we've fucked it. Like, we, we just can't keep it a secret anymore. We need to make an announcement to the muggle world, and they try and do, like, a diplomatic, peaceful approach. I think all of the above, in that order. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's exactly how it would go down. <laughs> A, B, C, we did it. <laughs> that's how it happens. Yeah, I think a combination of all three is the most likely scenario. Great. <laughs> so, I just, I really don't think there would be, like, one inciting incident. Like, mm. you know, Voldemort and his followers collapsing that bridge. Because, like, any one thing that happens can be explained away. Exactly. It's got to be lots of things over a long period of time that just can't be explained and can't be covered up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And on a global scale as well. Mm -hmm. Not just in one country. Yeah. (laughs) So, the International Confederation of Wizards is like, you got us. (laughs) 
<laughs> Whoops. Whoops. You know, all right. You guys got it. There's there's witches and wizards and magical creatures and magic is real. Yeah, we've been here the whole time. Surprise. <laughs> we've been here since forever. You guys knew about us in the 1600s, but then we went to hiding. Yada, yada, yada. We learned everything. I kind of was thinking about this and I ended up accidentally like categorizing how I think the response would be as like the stages of grief. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> like I started off with denial. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> where at first people will think this is all just a hoax yeah. and there'll be lots of conspiracy theories and everyone will be like, yeah, okay, that's a fake, yeah. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> well, I was definitely like, like us in our, what would it take to convince us magic is real episode where we just refuse to accept it no matter what. Like, absolutely, that's got to be the first instinct. Like, right now, if I turned on my TV and they were like, wizards are real, I'd be like, no, they're not. (laughs) Yeah, bullshit. (laughs) Exactly. The scientific and religious community will have something in common for once, both being quite pissed off and saying that the existence of wizards is wrong. (laughs) I completely forgot about the religious community. I I thought a lot about science and Mm -hmm. how scientists are going to lose their fucking minds. Yeah. But, like, oh, I completely forgot to think about the, like, spiritual aspect of magic being real. In the religious community, the only people that are going to be chill and happy about it are pagans and Wiccans, probably. Because that's where a lot of the mythos (laughs) around the the magic in Harry Potter comes from. So they'll be like, oh, we were right. (laughs) But everyone else will be like, fuck you. I hate this. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, sorry, just thinking through, like, the implications of one religion being like, we were right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Our religion is, like, the one true thing and we have concrete evidence of it. Holy shit. Well, I mean... That alone, we're going to tear ourselves apart. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly... Cause yeah, you, I know. Like, you know, the oldest religion in the world is Hinduism and there could be arguments that you know, the, the the way that we understand magic and the magical world fits into what we know about Hinduism, right? Oh, of but course. But certainly um, not Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the whole idea of one God and one path to heaven and one path to hell, that's just completely disproved in what we know about the magical world. So... Well, I don't know. The idea, the idea that, like, there are certain people who have magic, to me, that doesn't like completely eliminate the possibility of you know there being one christian god or necessarily any other faith you just incorporate like oh there were just wizards here the entire time into whatever your doctrine is and then keep going as normal yeah just rewrite it like like they do all the time you know (laughs) just be like yeah they were there the whole time don't worry about it we knew yeah (laughs) jesus did miracles he was he was a wizard wizard. (laughs) it's fine it's chill just read the book you know it's all there Yeah, people would just argue, like, yeah, look, sure, there's magic in the world now, but God created the world and, you know, God created magic. Yeah, that's it all fits. But I think the initial, there there would still be definitely subsections of spiritual communities across the world and across cultures that would be, like, so fucking outraged and um, would be quite, like, violently upset about this. (laughs) And And similarly in religions as well. Oh, definitely new religions, absolutely. Yeah, new religion that's being like, we we worship witches and wizards now, we think they're gods. That won't last long. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. But, like, it'll start. (laughs) And, yeah, scientific community is going to have a rough time, but I think as soon as they figure out that science is to muggles what magic is to wizards, that's still not a very satisfying conclusion, but they can still work with that and build on that. Well, I think what's going to happen is... Like I said, scientists are going to lose 
their fucking minds because the existence of magic <laughs> changes everything that we think yeah. we know about everything. But the whole point of like the scientific method is we don't know yeah. anything for sure. It's about disproving possibilities. So it's like, okay, well, we've got to ditch a lot of our current theories, but it's also so exciting because now we, this is like a whole mm. new frontier of scientific yeah. discovery. We get to like figure out what magic is, how magic works, like the possible limitations. Wizards have been doing a shit job of it because they don't have the scientific method. So now yeah, it's our that's time. true. It would be shock and outrage at first, but then they just think back to the scientific me- method. Nothing is proven, and they'd be like, "Well, we've only been relying mm. off natural laws, not supernatural laws. So I guess we just have to kind of start building in supernatural laws into our scientific method and understanding the world in different ways now, which is fine." Like, the next few decades slash centuries are going to be insane in terms of scientific slash magical yeah, discovery. Yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> also, imagine, like, a big team of muggle scientists, like, rolling up to a dragon <laughs> sanctuary, like, tell us everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. A big team of, like, paleontologists plus biologists and rep- reptili- reptilianologists, hepatologists, you know, all that sort of stuff. They'd be just going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wizards might try to use this initial denial period to return to normal, trying to erase memories and going back into hiding. Mm. But ultimately, some irrefutable evidence will come forward and everyone will understand the truth. The denial period won't last long en masse. Some small portion of the population will remain in denial for a very long time because they don't care or want to know more Mm -hmm. about wizards or the truth. So there'd be people that will forever be like, oh, all that wizard shit seems like bullshit to me until their son becomes a wizard. And they're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I guess it's not a choice. I guess it's, you know, people are born a wizard. (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's always going to be like a population on both sides that's like Mm. no and whether that no is magic doesn't exist or like magic does exist but it's just got nothing to do with me and i don't want to know about it don't tell me anything about it you know stick my head in the sand blah 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 and also on the on the wizard side like there's got to be i'm thinking that like pure blood aristocracy Mm. the same people who are like magic is dying out because like there aren't enough pure blood wizards anymore there's too Mm, many muggles blah 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 (laughs) like yeah diluting the pure magic like they are absolutely never ever going to accept the idea that muggles know about wizards and we're part of muggle society now not the other way around like they'll just retreat and retreat and retreat and get more and more reclusive and maybe eventually die out Mm. i don't know just lose all their previous power and status so then i i went on to the second stage which is anger (laughs) so once we get over the oh there's a witch in the family isn't it wonderful phase of things people are going to start getting rightfully very furious at wizards because i just made a list here i'm just going to read through it healing infrastructure transport mind wiping magical creatures and spirits the Mm -hmm. afterlife Imperious curse and love potions, legimency, <laughs> killing curse, infiltration into muggle affairs and governments, muggle baiting, enchanted mm-hmm. and cursed objects, not doing anything to prevent or help in major disasters and conflicts, ignorance, dismissal, and hatred mm-hmm. of muggles, 100% going to be violence between wizards and muggles, yeah. Yeah. And the potential job loss if magic were to be incorporated into society. Like, we all know war is an inevitable outcome here. There is going to be war. At least conflict. Um, At least yeah because i don't know because war is like you know legitimized conflict but like i like the risk of going to war with a population which is worldwide and severely powerful i don't know if any government might take that risk um yeah 
yeah, conflict that's certainly. true i guess like, conflict absolutely it, yeah yeah and definitely like hate crimes and shit like people are gonna be walking down the street and bashing up wizards and shit like that like it's just oh, yeah. happening like, individual hate crimes and also like wizards and muggle hate crimes that's 100%. already happening yeah 100 percent. yeah i did have like a whole thing muggles are going to lose their minds when they find out about the many atrocities committed against them by wizards now and in the past yeah i'm firmly going to be in the anger stage if i was a muggle living through this i would remain in the anger stage probably my entire life (laughs) yeah probably fuck them fuck them for wiping our minds fuck them for like not even giving the slightest shit about muggle culture and wearing dressing gowns out in public because they think that that is what muggles dress like and they have so little blatant they just have blatant disrespect for the people around them like (laughs) arrogance the The amount of arrogance that goes into them thinking that they can get away with being so ignorant of us like as if we're not the vast vast majority of people like they Mm. think they're so special and different yeah absolutely yeah they think that they're better they 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 think think they're better better. and people would agree that they're better than us i wouldn't but other people would they'd be like oh yeah they're just you know scientifically legitimately better they Mm -hmm. can fly they can turn invisible they can heal themselves all this sort of bullshit they live longer but i would be like no i refuse (laughs) these people suck they're not better Yeah. Uh, one thing that I want to touch on is uh, we know the pro- the Muggle Prime Minister knows about wizards. Do yeah. we assume that that applies to all world leaders? No. Okay. I kind of assume that it did. If if not all, at least most world leaders know about the existence of magic because I think that really changes some scenarios because there's certain scenarios where all the Muggle world leaders knew this was coming before it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And what would happen then? Well, I, they just have pre-warning. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, like, in, in terms of world leaders, the immediate reaction of, oh my god, there's, like, this secret world full of people. What can they do? What are they capable of? Like, we have to wipe them out. I think that doesn't happen most of the time, because they're, like, they already knew about it. They had their initial panic attack when they first like, came into office. Mm. And now it's like, oh, okay, I just have to deal with how the rest of the world is going to <laughs> go through this stage of grief. <laughs> I think the biggest gripe that will remain is healing the fact that wizards yeah. do not help muggles with ma- their magical healing the fact that people are dying every day from the flu <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like wizards aren't doing shit about it like wizards that- canonically have magical cures to every single muggle ailment all of our diseases Cancel. all of our disabilities they don't exist for wizards they've solved them all yeah, the fact that the wizards have the cure for cancer and just haven't been doing shit, like, that is going to absolutely set the world on fire. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and how society changes after this conflict phase is going to be so interesting mm-hmm. as well, because the entire healthcare system is going to be completely different. Yeah. There's going to be 10,000 TikToks and 10,000 tweets about, like, so where were the wizards during the Holocaust? And why yeah. were the wizards not doing anything during the Rwandan genocide? And where were mm-hmm. the wizards during apartheid and stuff like that? Like, there's going to yeah. be a million threads and takes and stuff like that. And eventually yeah. it'll all come down to the fact that wizards just didn't want to reveal themselves because they don't want to have to deal with our bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, muggles are going to want solutions to all their problems. Yes! Help us yeah. with our problems! <laughs> we share this earth. Yeah. Why aren't you doing anything about global warming, you cunts? Yeah. That affects you too. <laughs> it's exactly like, the same kind of like impotent rage that I have when I think about the fact that so many of not, not, basically every single problem that the human race has could be solved if we just solved it instead yeah. of, I don't know, hoarding wealth and keeping people poor and all sorts mm-hmm. of 
all the crazy terrible things that happen just don't need to happen if we all just work together (laughs) it just doesn't have to be like this yeah yeah oh yeah wizards are absolutely going to be getting like their faces torn off in the streets (laughs) (laughs) and like the implications of legimency and um Mm. obliviate love potions and imperious because like the wizarding world can't even control their own citizens wizards and witches from using love potions on each other yeah have they been doing anything for muggles that have been dosed with love potions? Mm-hmm. For muggles that have been had Imperius cast on them and been forced into slavery? Yeah. For muggles that have been like had their memories wiped and maybe the memory like charm was too strong and now they can't remember their own families' names? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what kind of reparations are there for people like that? Yeah. Now that the truth is out, like <laughs> <laughs> this is why I think war is coming. Yeah. I think there's just too much. And then they, they when they learn about muggle baiting, like, oh, people are doing this intentionally. Yeah. Like, and they have been for centuries. They've been intentionally trying to make life difficult for us, maybe kill us through these, through like a hat stand and a pair of keys. And like, it's just, yeah, I would be furious. <laughs> hate crimes. The hate crimes that are treated yeah. so casually yeah. as if they're misdemeanors in the wizarding world. The Quidditch World Cup, that was an international event, mm-hmm. and they basically just hijacked this poor couple's farm, wiped their memories, and then that couple was basically abused by a bunch of terrorists, Yeah, and then they had no idea about it. Mm-hmm. For weeks. That was all going on for weeks. What the fuck does that do to someone? Yeah. Like, who gave them the right? They don't have the right. They're just these arrogant, arrogant pieces of shit who think they're God's gift to the earth and they just do shit mm-hmm. like, i'm so annoyed <laughs> like yeah i'm so mad uh, war oh. is inevitable <laughs> it's coming yeah <laughs> and also the potential job loss like if if the even the, if people were pitching the idea of like oh if we were to work with wizards if we were to integrate with them there would be this huge pushback being like well i'm a builder what's gonna happen when we have wizards working with us and building buildings mm-hmm. in seconds i'm gonna be out of a job or, or like I'm a nurse. Like I've spent my entire life dedicated to helping people who need intensive care, for helping people who are on their deathbeds mm-hmm. in palliative care. That I'm out of a job now. Yeah. You know, it's just It's the same as, you know, these immigrants are gonna come and take our jobs. <laughs> these wizards are gonna come and take our jobs. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I also yeah. do have responses to several of those things, but we'll get to that later. Because this is the post conflict problems. <laughs> I uh, number three, stage three is bargaining. Mm-hmm. So governments and the powerful will start to try and negotiate with wizards for access to their magic. Yeah. Will wizards be willing to work with or help muggles? For the most part, I would say no. Mm. They don't know anything about them and don't care to. I think on an individual level, there would be a push to integrate and help muggles, especially from half-bloods and muggle-borns. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, this isn't going to be a blanket thing. Like, I, I think the majority of wizard governments and wizard societies are going to be like, no, we, we don't. Like, we want to go back to how it was. Yeah. Like, oh, let's just live separately, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not going to be wanting to, in- like, get involved and help us and solve all these problems. and Yeah. Or, like, you know, have accountability and responsibility for all the shit they've caused throughout the years. Well, here's another thing. Last episode, when we were talking about lawful society, we were talking about, like, how much of the government, the wizarding government, is spent just on keeping the secret. Mm-hmm. It seems like they pour a shitload of like personnel, time, resources into just keeping themselves secret. And so much of their society is structured around that. Once you mm-hmm. take that away, what do you do with like 90% of your time? 
mm, I guess they're actually going to have to start governing and yeah. <laughs> coming up with human rights and laws and things like that, you know? Yeah, like there's going to be, there's going to be massive, massive change in the muggle world, but also in the wizarding world. Yeah. Because like Obliviators, well, like they're also all out of a job yeah. now. Well, if they aren't, there's going to be a bigger <laughs> problem. Like, but there's no need for entire departments whose job is just to keep muggles from figuring out what's mm-hmm. going on. Like, that's not a thing. They're anymore. going into witness protection. If I found out who an obliviator was, I'd beat their ass. <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> like, mm. Nah. Um, and I've just been, we've just been talking about wizards and witches. Like, humans would yeah. 100% try to buy house elves. They would 100% yes. try to get house elves into their own houses to be like, oh, the fact that I'll never have to cook and clean again, mm-hmm. 100% is happening. Yes, of course. I have a thing on this. House elves are going to be like one of the most valuable resources that exist in the world. The most coveted thing. Because a house elf is a, a muggle's ability to do magic. If a muggle mm-hmm. owns a house elf, then they can do magic now. And people will think it's okay because it's a completely different species. It's not like you're enslaving a human. Mm-hmm. And also they want to be enslaved. They're happy. Yeah. Like, it's the same shit that wizards have been saying for centuries. Like, yeah. Absolutely all of the, like, 1% are going to end up with house elves. And there will be a massive, massive Hermione-esque movement of people who are, like, free house mm-hmm. elves. This is, It's literally slavery. As they <laughs> but, should. But, like, you know? <laughs> actual human slavery still exists in the world now. Exactly. So it's just going to go on that, like... It's more slavery now than ever. Yeah. <laughs> The whole Free the House Elves movement is something that's going to happen over the course of centuries, and hopefully eventually Mm. they do get free, but not straight away. No. Yeah. They're going to get sold and, like, re-enslaved to muggles, because they're so, so valuable. I think it'll even be more normalised than just the top 1%. I think, like, it'll, like, seep down into the higher classes, the rich people, and then to the middle class as Mm -hmm. well. I think, like, it'll be normalised. Yeah. And then, like... (laughs) That puts a lot of other people out of work, you know, domestic servants and drivers and gardeners and stuff like that. These people are like, okay, well, I guess I have to find a new profession. Just the amount of jobs that are just, mm. like, <laughs> flying away. Like, I know I do sound like one of those people, right? Like, everybody's <laughs> going to steal people's jobs. But it's just like, <laughs> the house elves are going to steal yeah. your job. <laughs> like, they don't, you don't have to pay them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to pay them and their magic. Oh, my Instead God. Of having- they're magic. <laughs> Instead of having like an entire staff full of different people, like you said, drivers, gardeners, household. Yeah, house- you have one little yeah. goblin who does it all. One guy <laughs> does the work of a hundred different people, cooks like everything. And loves it. Loves you. Loves it. Goes above and beyond. Obsessed with you. <laughs> loves your kids, wants oh to God. serve you for a thousand years or whatever. Wants all of yeah, their children stay in your family. to serve you. <laughs> like- oh my God. It's awful. <laughs> So that's just house elves. Like, how would other magical creatures and beings come into play mm-hmm. when interacting with muggles? Like, centaurs would be hating it. <laughs> I think they would be having a terrible time. I think centaurs don't want shit to do with muggles. They don't even want shit no. to do with wizards. Like, they're absolutely no. retreating into the forests and, like, mm-hmm. reacting with aggression whenever muggles come after them. Yeah. Muggles are 100% going to want shit to do with centaurs. Of course. like... They're going to want shit to do with anything. Like, yeah. They're going to want giants in the military. They're going to want yeah. <laughs> trolls doing security stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going to want pixies as some sort of biological weapon. Like, it's, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Just like, 
I keep going back to scientists. Like, think about the people who are, like, so passionate about, like, one kind of slog or whatever that they dedicate 30 years of their life to just studying (laughs) it. Like, there are so many people who are so, so passionate about the little things, finding out about, like, mermaids and centaurs and acromantulas and, like, there are so many people who are just going to be like, this is my life now. Like, Mm -hmm. figuring out everything about this thing is what I do with all of my life. Yep. Yeah, it's true. There are so many people who are going to be trying to... Who's that woman who went and lived with all the apes? Oh, um, I don't know her name, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Jane something? Jane Goodall, maybe? That Ooh. sounds right, Jane Goodall. I'm thinking of the maybe. Simpsons episode with the diamonds where she's... Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I know about <laughs> Yeah. Like, so many people are going to be trying to do that with, like, centaurs and mermaids and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mermaids probably with less success. I wonder if goblins are going to use this as an opportunity to try and get more yes. power and status in society. Yeah, I think this. Mm-hmm. So I, I have notes on a Wizarding Muggle War, which I'll get to. I want to go through your stages first, because this is interesting. Okay. Sorry. I've just while we're on the topic of goblins, <laughs> I think goblins might try and join muggles. Because, you know, yeah. they've been trying with wizards for so long and haven't gotten anywhere. Maybe muggles mm-hmm. will give them better rights. We'll see. Maybe. I mean, muggles are one list too. Yeah. And they're just as vulnerable to wizards' bullshit mm-hmm. as goblins are. Except more, more vulnerable. Goblins are clever. They're smarter mm-hmm. than wizards. Anyway, <laughs> back to your stages. Yeah. My last bit of the stage of bargaining is wizard registry. I think a lot of governments would be trying to put this forward as something that should be considered. Like mm-hmm. we should be registering who is a magical person and who is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, as Magneto said, where it starts. Yeah. Um, I think the f- mm. one of the first things that basically any government is going to be doing is get us some kind of test that lets us tell mm. who has magic. And from now on, we're testing everybody, especially when they're first born. We need to know who's going to grow up to be a wizard and who isn't. We need to know where they are and what they can do. La, 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 all that sort of stuff. Track them. (laughs) Put chips in their necks. (laughs) (laughs) Number four is depression. So Mm -hmm. I think certainly a lot of people would be overwhelmed with the sense of hopelessness and fear with the, the realization that throughout their lives several traumatic things or several unexplainable things that could have happened to them could have been the result of wizards and witch meddling mm-hmm. and also the fear that at, at, at any moment someone with a wand could come in and completely change the course of their life like mm-hmm. you know um there would be a mistrust towards people and towards people who are different so it'd be like anyone who's um walking down a street and dressed not typically might mm. be targeted might be assumed to be a muggle, uh, sorry a witch or a wizard and we'd be targeted for that there'd be discrimination eventually like we discussed in our last episode with your true blood red that might be products to protect yourself <laughs> from wizards so absolutely i don't know what could protect yourself from magic <laughs> without it being a magical thing right like yeah it's gonna be. be well i'm thinking yeah. in sixth book when there's like a massive rush of like fake protection charms which are being sold first of all why why aren't they selling actual protection yeah. charms but like there's going to be a massive boom in like the black market of magic items that protect you from witches and wizards whether or not they're real mm. is you know they could Look, be this might be where goblins come in if they're able to make because mm. they they make weapons and jewelry and like like metal objects if they're able to make like a ring that you can mm-hmm. wear that protects you from having a spell cast on you i'd be buying it <laughs> yeah the the shield hats that fred and george yeah. sell there might be laws and policies being passed to restrict wizards and wand use so like you can't bring a wand into a sports stadium you can't mm-hmm. 
have a wand on you unless it's registered. Like if you have a wand on you, you have to have it visibly yeah. showing. You can't just have it in your pocket. You have to be carrying it, all this sort of stuff. Like, I don't know. Calls for separation between the worlds. Mm-hmm. People will be like, I want to go back. I don't want this. Like, <laughs> let's go back to how it was before. Yeah. It was better when we didn't know. Ignorance is bliss. There'd be fractures amongst families. Maybe even mm-hmm. like you can't marry wizards because we want to breed out wizards, all this sort of bullshit. And then conflict and yeah. more. Yeah. I think a massive movement for like let's round them all up and put them somewhere yeah put them on an island or something yeah classic like let's send all gays to an island like let's send let's get wizards out of our muggle population and move them somewhere else yeah yeah i think big big movement for that maybe it's even attempted in some countries in some places oh definitely definitely it's happening in some countries yeah there are some countries where witch hunts still happen like they still try and track down witches and kill them yeah it's it's grim. Yeah. That's just a grim <laughs> nature of our reality. But like in this world, there are there are absolutely going to be places where it's like the only solution is wipe these things out. Yeah. And so that will lead to conflict and war, which I think we can mm-hmm. discuss at length. And then I have the fifth stage, which is acceptance. So over time, there may yeah. emerge a pro-integration acceptance movement. But this would happen maybe decades later like 50 years later <laughs> after I think centuries. Yeah. Look, it is such a like I'm trying to think of a historical basis for this, but there isn't. Um, like, there's there always isn't. been historical conflicts around difference, you know? Like, mm-hmm. people have gone to war because they're from different countries or they're different races and things like that. It's or different, different religions. religions yeah. um, different ways of life, like, you know, colonial settler things. Like, it's it's not like they just have a different way of life. It's like they're a different species, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is what I want to come back to. And they're, and they're better. <laughs> They live longer, yeah. they're stronger, they can be thrown off a building uh-huh. and survive easily, like roll away like it's nothing. Like The closest and most obvious allegory is like racism mm. and, you know, the way that different races have treated each other in the past. But it's not it's not <laughs> it's close not. enough. Because races <laughs> because are the same. Not a like, race. <laughs> we're all one yeah. race, we're the human race. NASCAR, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one race, NASCAR or whatever. Anyway, NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All, all of the different races, us, we're all yeah. human. But wizards, like, let's all drive all the way back to our, our Muggles and Wizards different species episode. I don't remember what conclusion we came back to. But yes, they are different <laughs> On species. On surface level, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. And some would see them as an invasive species. As a gene that needs to be wiped mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And, like, looking at just the global history of humanity Mm. and the way that different races have treated each other and how even now there's still like now we are not living in a post-racial society racism is still a massive massive factor and we've had however many fucking millions of years to get over it we haven't like the idea that wizards are going to be integrated in a few decades fuck no no. Absolutely not. It will take centuries before there is even a movement of, hey, we should all get yeah, along. I'm ready for combat. Like, <laughs> yeah. They say I don't want it, but what if I do? <laughs> so, there, this is slightly tangential, but there was a very interesting fanfic that I read, which was like, it was like novel length and there was so much characterization that went into it. But one of the things that happened right at the end was that Harry, basically, as an adult, was hosting an international wizarding summit and he was trying to get a law passed that the wizarding world had to completely segregate themselves from the muggle world for a period of at least 100 years. 
Oh. Like, no interference, no interaction at all. A hard barrier. Mm-hmm. No interaction. Okay, why was he... Oh, it's not important. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, no. His reasoning, like, in terms of how it would work, whatever. That was the point of the summit. But his reasoning for this was that muggles finding out about magic is inevitable. It is absolutely going to happen. Mm-hmm. And what we have done up until this point in order to keep the International Statute of Secrecy is like, we've fucked wizard muggle relations so severely that what we need to do is have an entire population of the muggle world right now die out and then have a new generation of muggles be born before we introduce ourselves. Interesting. Because if we show up now and we're like, oh, hey, we've been like wiping your memories and shit for so long, like we're going to get ourselves killed. Muggles are going to kill us. Mm. We have to come at it from a blank state of like, hey, we've been here, but we've had nothing to do with you. Like, we don't even know what's going on in your world. We are completely separate. <laughs> and that's the only way to possibly have a peaceful resolution between wizards and muggles. That, yeah. And it's such a fucked up concept. It's always stuck with me. Like, what an insane thing to argue, but all It's right. very insane because muggleborns exist. Like, it, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. Because, like... It's impossible to do. Like, yeah, unless you completely just abandon muggleborns. And, and that, then, that'll, that'll expose the yeah, that'll expose the problem. But if you have, yeah. which you can't do, so you have to integrate Muggleborns into your society. And so as soon as you do come out a hundred years later, people will be like, oh, "Hold on, but like <laughs> my kid, you took my, you took my you children, took my kid, <laughs> and also like it's not going to add up, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't work. But yeah. like, I love the idea of we have to like completely start over because we've <laughs> fucked this up so badly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> we have to basically introduce ourselves like aliens coming to another planet. <laughs> we can't introduce ourselves like we've been here the entire time in your homes, in your streets. Like, yeah. It doesn't work. Just the idea of wizards like emerging from the ocean, like, oh, we're from the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I Honestly, I think that would probably go down a lot better. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay. So, (laughs) lots of theories on how it's going to come, how the different societies are going to come together and what's going to happen. I think war is the likeliest outcome. It's it's probably going to happen, yeah. Yeah, just to give a brief overview of how I think it's going to go. WWW, World War Wizards. (laughs) (laughs) Found out, dragged out, coming out. Somehow we find out about wizards. There is a incredibly, incredibly tense period where, like, two dogs sniffing each other, we're trying to figure out what's going on (laughs) and make a decision. I'd say that's about a year, year and a half. Yeah, of uh, thousands of small conflicts building and building and building, and eventually Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we've reached a boiling point all-out conflict between muggles and wizards. Then there is a period of war. Then muggles win the war. <laughs> Absolutely, muggles win the war. We outnumber like, we'll, them so much. We'll yeah. talk about it, but like, I think there's not a, there is not a win scenario for wizards. Muggles win the war, and then mm, not enslave, but like wizards are then basically forcibly integrated into muggle society as second-class citizens. Yeah. And... Like, we have all of the power and we control wizards and we control what they can and can't do. We integrate them into our society. There is massive social, cultural, technological, magical shifts in our society. The world completely reshapes itself. And then slowly, over the course of centuries and millennia, we reach a point where, like, wizards and muggles kind of coexist peacefully. <laughs> but that that's way, way, way in the distant future. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's talk- my brief outline of how I think it works. Now let's get into the nitty gritty of it. Let's talk about the war. Let's talk let's about, about the war. Because I've already built up the stages of grief and that's sort of like the period in between. That's like the finding out, the the tensions yeah. rising, the legislation is being passed to restrict wizard access, the, 
hate crimes like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all building and then it gets to a conflict so yeah how, how's it going down is it worldwide because i think there'll be some countries that would be like no it's chill we like we can pursue peace yeah it's hard to say because it's so crazy there is a magical population mm. of every single country mm-hmm. and every single country doesn't have the same attitudes and beliefs and like militaries first of all yeah so i i don't know if it's worldwide i think probably oh i don't know Actually, I think I think World War, yes. I, I think, yeah, World War, yes. But like in the actual World Wars, the historical World Wars, there was neutral countries. Yeah. There so were I neutral countries, yeah. If I was a witcher wizard, I'd be trying to get to one of those neutral countries. There are neutral countries. There are countries who are like, okay, we're going to, we are going to have a diplomatic solution to this. And mm-hmm. we are going to figure it out with wizards. And they, like, that's what they do. Yeah. And then there are going to be countries where it's like, all wizards get out. Like, we're putting up a wall. Fuck off. Yeah, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. There's going to be lots of different reactions, but the thing is, I think World War definitely. There's going to be allies of Muggle populations across countries and allies of Wizarding populations across countries. The thing is, it's very easy for Wizards on an individual scale and on a large scale to avoid conflict because, yeah, they're not like regular humans. Like if we have mm-hmm. in our World War history, when there's been neutral countries or like if, if there's been a situation where populations that are being targeted are in a certain space, many of those populations will flee. They'll become refugees. They'll mm-hmm. try to move across yeah. borders and go to a different country. Wizards can easily do that. They can fucking apparate. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's what, what will happen is if you have neutral countries, the wizards are going to, over time, like maybe give it a month or so, probably all of them are going to be flooding into these neutral countries. Which A lot of them, yeah. Yeah. And so if you're going to war with wizards and they've all left your country, that means you're going to war with another country. Mm. (laughs) a neutral country (laughs) so or that just means like okay we've we've done the war we've got all these wizards out of our land we don't have to worry about anymore close off borders to magical people no no magical people in or out etc and then it's the other country's problem and what happens with that neutral country that currently has 70 percent of the wizarding population in it (laughs) or something like you know not not a ridiculous number but like a lot of wizards in it now that are seeking amnesty is they are under an immense amount of pressure and mm-hmm. they might cave. They, they might be like, look, everyone out. Like, because we just can't deal yeah. with this. So we can't do it anymore. It might become a bit of a game of hopscotch for a while, you know, with like, mm-hmm. because this, it's not like it's going to be a kinetic battleground. It's not like it's going to be trenches built and shit like that or, or even air yeah. raids and stuff because they live amongst muggles. And like, yeah, exactly. So what will happen inevitably, I think, is that if it's going to war against another country who is neutral or pro-wizard, it's just going to be a war amongst humans, <laughs> which yeah. will be really it annoying is. because like everyone who's against the war, which will be the majority of people will be like, well, it's a war against magic and I'm against magic, but all the people being sent to the front line, all the people actually fighting are, are people, are wiz- <laughs> are, oh, sorry, are muggles, like non-magical mm-hmm. people because these magical cunts <laughs> can just like disappear in, a th- in thin air and yeah. don't have to ever fight or get into a conflict yeah a war between muggles and wizards is very interesting in terms of how it would play out and on a global scale as well like so many people just look at it in terms of wizarding britain which is what we mostly see in this Mm -hmm. series but like there is no wizard muggle war in one country it has to be worldwide because the rest of the world is going to figure out that wizards exist and be like what the (laughs) fuck and also something i read a lot a lot a lot of like posts that were like wizard muggle war who will win everyone put your opinions and so many of them are just incredibly <laughs> stupid but there was one really good one that i will link to because that had a lot of great ideas and was way more thorough than yeah. i'm about to be 
But so many people were like, oh, wizards can't protect themselves against a nuclear bomb. It's like, what the no fuck one are you can. talking about? <laughs> like, no one can. <laughs> First of all, no one can. <laughs> what? <laughs> but also, let's, okay, let's just take the books. Let's look at the wizarding population yeah. centres. Their government is in London. Their hospital is in London. Their school is in some random mm-hmm. field in Scotland, but it's a school yeah. full of children. Their major commercial district mm-hmm. is in London. So where the fuck are muggles going to drop a nuclear bomb? In the middle of London? <laughs> you yeah, say? So, and also, as soon as they drop a nuclear bomb, it starts a nuclear warfare in the muggle space. So, like, that's why we yeah. don't drop nuclear bombs. <laughs> because other countries would be like, oh, okay, we're doing that. Let's do it. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, well, if you're dropping nuclear bombs, then I'm dropping nuclear bombs. Exactly. <laughs> that's why we have the United Nations to make sure we don't <laughs> bomb each other. But also, you can't, you can't nuke wizards because wizards are integrated into muggle population centers. Mm-hmm. It's not like nuking another country no. where all the people you want to kill are somewhere far away geographically from you and you can wipe them all out. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, your neighbours are wizards. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. Your children are wizards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many fucking things that are like, let's send a nuclear bomb to Hogwarts and wipe out the <laughs> next generation of wizards. No fucking country in the world is going to sign off on a nuclear exchange with a magic castle full of underage people. In Scotland. Like, in Scotland. Part of the UK. Like, UK has loads of Are you nukes. insane? What are you talking about? No. Also, like, there's so many wizarding schools. It's not just Hogwarts. Exactly. Like, I know JK tries to do the whole, all of the wizarding schools are in, like, isolated castles somewhere, mm. but that just can't be the case worldwide. It cannot be. <laughs> but even if we assume it is... <laughs> Like so many of those schools, because she's she's very um, Eurocentric. So many of those schools yeah. are in the Northern Hemisphere in nuclear powers. <laughs> like, uh-huh. wow! If you're going after those schools, you're going to be in a world of trouble. <laughs> yeah, like, the whole idea that there will be like weapons of mass destruction employed against wizards or muggles, I just think it's not. The it's case. not happening. It can't be. It's got to be one-on-one, like spy warfare shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guerrilla warfare. Let's uh, let's go through some basic wizard and muggle strengths and weaknesses. Yep. Wizard strengths. Magic. They have magic. <laughs> they are naturally resistant to harm. They are integrated into our society. Therefore, they can't be invaded like another country. Yep. Wizard weaknesses. Dumb. <laughs> low, low, low population. Yep. No standing military, or as far as we know, understanding of tactics or warfare. And also, they're integrated into society, so they can't fucking flee. <laughs> There's nowhere yeah. to go. And also, they like another weakness is they have an, an absolute lack of understanding of muggles and what muggles are like absolutely yeah ignorance ignorance is one of their biggest weaknesses don't know what technology is don't know what a phone is don't know what a gun is <laughs> have to be told what a gun is yeah okay muggle strengths numbers there's so many of us so many, <laughs> so many of us clever <laughs> military force and tactics many if not all countries have standing militaries Mm-hmm. Some countries have like compulsory military service. Everyone has to yeah, be yeah, in the yeah. army for a while. Like... Yeah, like Denmark and Israel and all that. Yeah. yeah. Science. <laughs> <laughs> That's our magic, baby. <laughs> We've got science. I think another big one is um, like satellite imaging and surveillance state. Yes. The fact that like information. Because wizards, wizards have no idea about, like we said, guns and phones. They'd be like, oh, you know, we'll just hide in plain sight. We'll just go out into the street and act normal. Yeah. <laughs> like. They are being pinpointed in seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got the shot. Take it. 
<laughs> like it's that easy because I don't know what a camera is. <laughs> Wizards' greatest strength is their secrecy. We don't know they exist. As soon as we know they exist, yeah. we're going to find out everything we possibly can about them, and then we're going to They're adapt dead. all of our current methods of surveillance and everything else to yeah. accept the fact that wizards are real. So as soon as we're like, oh, there are massive population centers of wizards yeah. that are hidden from muggles, it's like, well, step one, find those places. <laughs> we need to know where they are. Yeah, find those places and raid them. And the way that we can get into those places is with allies like goblins. who <laughs> would 100% come to our side. And squibs, um, maybe some muggleborns and halfbloods. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Yeah, I'll get into defectors in a minute. Uh, just quickly, muggle weaknesses, no magic. We are, like, physically weaker. We can die easier. Yeah. We have shorter lifespans. Yeah. And probably, like, if we don't know about wizards, ignorance is another thing. But as soon as we know, that's gone. Sure. We're so clever. Ignorance is a temporary weakness. Yeah. Let's just talk about numbers for a sec. We don't have any solid stats on the ratio of muggles to wizards because JK doesn't know math and she doesn't want to learn. And that's fine. (laughs) There's just, there's no definitive answer. I did find a post from a statistician who basically crunched Mm -hmm. a bunch of the different numbers because all of the numbers in the book contradict each other and don't line up. I love nerds. I love nerds when they do this stuff. I know. It's so helpful. (laughs) They basically figured out like... If you take all of the different pieces of information and try to come up with a population total based on each different piece of information, the population mm-hmm. of wizards could be anywhere between, worldwide, 700,000 and 21 million. 700,000? Okay, so 21 million is close it's to... so fucking low. Close to Australia. We're 25 million. Close to the population of it Australia. It was 21 million yeah. when I was born in Australia. Wow. Yeah. That leap from 700,000 to 21 million sounds massive in terms of difference. But according to the statistician, that is the difference between 0.01% of the total global population and 0.3% of the total global okay. population. Right, okay. So last last episode we were talking about wizards are 1% of the population. <laughs> no, no they're not. Even by the most generous generous estimates, they are less than half a percent of the population. Wow. Like, we're just going to annihilate them by sheer numbers. If the idea is we have to wipe out the wizards, like, we're going to wipe them out. It's Yeah. But I don't think anyone does want to wipe out wizards. I don't think that's a win scenario But let's forget, also, the majority of wizards are, like, not fighters. They're just regular people. Yeah, exactly. Like, so if if we're... If the wizards don't really have a military, but if they were to have a military... No. It would be even smaller. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Most wizards don't know how to cast a shield charm. It's grim. Even if every single wizard in the world was as powerful as Dumbledore, as smart as Hermione, and as ruthless as Voldemort, <laughs> we would still overwhelm yeah. them with sheer numbers. And they're not. They're just, most of them are stupid and never been in a fight in their lives. Yeah. It's like, you know those like ancient, ancient wars where it was just like 300 men up against a million? <laughs> it's like yeah. that, you know, like 300, yeah, you know. It, I'm sure that the men are really strong and cool, but I mean, I haven't, I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen 300. I don't know if they win. <laughs> um, they don't. They don't. Spoiler alert for 300. Okay, they cool. don't. But also I'm talking about the actual historical battle. <laughs> they didn't win that either. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just a numbers game, babes. Like it's not happening. Just yeah. keep throwing it's bodies against the walls and the walls will tumble down eventually. <laughs> like somebody was like a wizard is like a machine gun versus somebody with that's unarmed. Like somebody with a machine gun versus someone with no weapons. Okay. Okay. But times that someone with no someone... weapons by 900 <laughs> and yeah. one person with a someone... machine gun. <laughs> 
eventually they can have a machine gun versus a crowd of like 500 people. Like, <laughs> you can kill 499 of the people, but one person gets close enough to jab you in the eyes and you're down. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. And also, as far as we know, a wand is only effective as a short range weapon. Okay. And in 1v1 things. Because every time we see wizards fight, it's like they have to physically aim their wand and focus and cast a specific spell. Right. I can't think of a single example of like a mass destruction spell. Can you? Uh, I think, well, the L wand and Voldemort was using it when he removed the shield from Hogwarts. It's the closest I can think of. Yeah. Something like Bombarda, you know, you can hit multiple targets at once with something like that. Yeah. But not really, because you still, like, you can kill multiple people with a Bombarda, but you have to aim it at, like, a car or something and blow sure. it up. Yeah, but they wouldn't think to do that because they don't know what cars were. They don't know what cars are. Yeah. But, like, the idea that, like, a wizard can, you know, lift their wand and, like, wipe out an army. No. no. They can't. Not happening. They don't <laughs> They don't have a mass kill spell. They have a Vada Kavada, which kills one person at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Wizards, not wizards, muggles have, like, remote-controlled drones. Which can kill, like, 60 <laughs> people at a bombs. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not happening, babe. Uh, okay. Now I want to talk about, like, mind-altering magic. Mm. Wizards can take control of minds. Imperio, they can use polyjuice potion, mm-hmm. they can use legimency. I think one of muggles' greatest strengths is the fact that we can store and communicate information instantaneously on a massive worldwide scale yeah. that wizards can't understand or interfere with. Mm-hmm. So as soon as like we understand that polyjuice potions are a thing, every single military base in the world is going to update their security processes to make sure that people disguised as other people can't get in. Yeah. You know what else militaries do? Code. Yeah, code. <laughs> they they have all their messages in code. Literally, wizards couldn't figure out a fucking puzzle with the the potion bottles yeah. in the first book. That once Hermione again... said most wizards were stumped by logic. Imagine if, like, a wizard intercepted a message from, like, one military base to another, and the message was like, Blue Alpha 27593 <laughs> Raven. Then they're like, oh, fuck, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess, I they're, guess they're gonna attack us with 275 Ravens or whatever you said. <laughs> yeah. It's just not happening. It's just that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, blah, blah, blah. And wizards are like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's just, it's just... They've got a different language to us. Uh. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just. <laughs> Muggles, like, find out about stuff and then improvise, adapt, overcome. We just deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, that's human race, babes. Yeah, I kept oh, thinking about, God. like, the polyjuice potion is one that I keep coming back to. Wizards but... have polyjuice potion. That's something that they have. You know... It exists. It's in their society. It's in their world. In the yeah. seventh book... <laughs> Bees downfall. Yeah, no, not even that. In the seventh book, three, three school dropouts yep. get their hands on polyjuice potion impersonate members of the government sneak into the government and this is at a time when security is at an all-time high because the government's been mm-hmm. taken over by terrorists yeah yeah and they just they just fucking infiltrate the ministry so that means the ministry has absolutely no systems in place to prevent people who are polyjuice from entering and causing mm-hmm. chaos it's crazy and in that same book we find out that there absolutely is a method of getting rid of yeah. polyjuice potion and the goblins have and the it. goblins have it and the goblins use it all the time because <laughs> the of time. course they would because wizards screw them over wizards are so stupid 
Like, they just don't have anything in place to deal with Polyjuice Potion, which is a simple fact of life. Yeah. And so as soon as, like, goblins defect and come onto the side of muggles, we'd be like, hey, Polyjuice Potion's a bit of a problem. Do you have any ideas or tips? They'd be like, oh, here, here's a bottle of water. Yeah. Just, like, spray it in the face of anyone who comes to the door. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Done. Anyone who comes like- <laughs> through the door has to get sprayed in the face with water. And it's like, okay, that's part of our general security process now. Or we have one of those, like, quarantine things. You know, when you, like, walk into a building and they yeah. spray you with, like, the- yeah, literally. Hey, <laughs> goblins, here's a million dollars. I want you to supply all of our military bases with this magic water. And when we win the war, we're going to get you once. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. Goblins defect to muggles instantly. <laughs> And then do we give them ones? Mm. I don't know. They are like horrible little creatures. <laughs> and, wizard- and muggles are racist. But mm. I think the fact that they are intelligent, wealthy, and like yeah. hate wizards, I think goblins are going to come out very well in this. Yeah, they're definitely getting some rights. Like they're yeah. probably not going to be subjugated, but they're but they might have to like you know apply to like apply to the laws that we have under the United Nations and stuff. Like they can't mm-hmm. like you know do whatever they want like, I think goblins yeah. may be like sovereign nation like yeah they might be treated as a sovereign nation i would yeah. say i don't know how you do that when once again they don't they're not a nation like they're integrated into the world but like <laughs> no somehow yeah. goblins are going to come out on top of this i reckon they're gonna they're gonna come out quite well I yeah think. <laughs> so on the topic yeah. of goblins let's talk about defectors yeah <laughs> because it's so crazy to be like okay there's like an all-out global conflict between all wizards and all muggles and like not think about the fact that these populations are so closely integrated like wizards try and separate themselves from muggles but they're not mm-hmm. there's muggles like everywhere all the time and muggle borns and like yeah <sighs> imagine right now you are a witch and like me mum dad and josh are not you're a witch you're part of the magical world suddenly all this happens war breaks out are you really siding with the magical world or are you siding with your beloved friends and family yeah like it really depends on how close i am to my wizard and wishing friends but obviously i'm like you know i still have my family and my partner and i have ties to this world that i care about so like i'd be one of those people that's stuck in between where i'd be like well i still want to be able to live freely and you know, use magic how I would like to use it because I'm not an insane person. But, yeah. like, I also love my parents and my sister and my partner. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. How many half-blood families are, like, integrated families with, mm. like, a muggle parent or... F- muggle parent, basically. Yeah. Or, like, siblings or... Yeah, it's just... There would be so many magical defectors to the muggle side who are going to provide muggles with all of the information that they need to properly subjugate wizards. Mm-hmm. And But there is also, on the other side, going to be so many muggles who want to defect to the wizarding mm-hmm. side because wizards have magic. Yeah. And they're like, maybe if I, you know, tell them secrets or whatever, they'll give me a magic wand or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they know it that won't, like, they can't use magic, but they'll still be like, oh, I can still reap the benefits of magic. You know, I could, like, get with a wizard and marry them and then they can flick their wand and cook meals and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, there's certainly benefits to aligning or, yourself. you know, I'll ally myself with the Ministry of Magic in exchange for a house elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Mm. There's so m- yeah, there's going to be so many defectors. Oh, okay. Do we have any more thoughts on the war itself? Because otherwise I'm happy to go into Aftermath. Let's go into Aftermath. I think we've covered a lot of how it would go down. Obviously, 
there'd be a bit of a divide between which magical creatures are on which side. Yeah, magical beings. No magical beings. Also, we we kind of brushed over it, but just the fact that like I'm just thinking about the tension building phase when yeah. like muggles learn about ghosts and wizards are like, yeah, we have ghosts, and muggles are like, so does that mean there's an afterlife? And wizards are like, yeah, but not for you. <laughs> There's only one for us. Oh, that's going to drive people insane. <laughs> that That's going to be a religious crisis yeah. the world over. A crisis of ghosts. Yeah. Madness. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Also, another thing that I forgot to touch on, war profiteering. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we were talking about selling charms that protect you from wizards and, like... Mm-hmm selling hats that give you magic shield charms and like goblins i think absolutely are going to be war profiteering because they're oh. going to be like we'll give you magic in exchange for money yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah goblins end up on top they just do so much war profiteering okay so the aftermath of this something that i pulled from research is like let's talk about possible win conditions for both sides sure so a lot of wizard muggle war tends to assume that the the objective of both sides is to wipe out the other. Mm. I don't think wizards want to or are capable of wiping out muggles because that's insane. There's so many of us. And I definitely don't think that muggles want to wipe out all wizards. Maybe no. some of them do. But I don't think, like, very few wars end with and we killed literally every single person on the other side of the war. Mm-hmm. That's not how it tends to go. No. What they want to do is... What muggles want to do is overwhelm wizards to the point at which they have to admit that they are not, like, superior beings who Mm -hmm. deserve their own government and secret world and forcibly integrate them into muggle society. Yeah, and they have to follow our laws and they have to follow our societal standards. They can't just be waving their wand and erasing people's lives. Like, they have to be... They have to be lawful citizens. (laughs) And like I said, yeah, I think this ends with, like, wizards being subjugated, basically, and being being subjugated to extremely strict controlling laws about like use of magic and blah 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 yeah like i see a possible scenario where wizards aren't allowed to have wands at home Mm -hmm. like they go to their designated job or whatever and they get signed out a wand for the day and then they have to do magic spells and then they have to sign their wand back in at the end of the day yeah 100 percent. like that's something that i can see happening (laughs) yeah i can see at least for a period of time i can see wizards being separated from their families and like Mm. (laughs) you know as punishment and stuff like that and like being forced to work in different parts of the world and things like that it's just yeah a very very grim scenario terrible reality but i think this is how it's going to be yeah so I think that the end game for this war is the war ends. Wizards are now second class citizens. And I think most wizards end up basically in public service jobs doing spells for muggles. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have to talk about the societal changes from there. Yeah. So complete devastation, basically. <laughs> yeah. Depression. <laughs> yeah. Depression. This is the depression stage. Yeah. Magic is just worth so much money. It's going to completely change everything. Mm -hmm. So, like, how much will current systems change if we incorporate magic into them? Let's talk about medicine, first of all. Sure. Like we said, wizards have cures for everything. But there's so few wizards. Like, I don't think you could completely eradicate all disease and injury. Because I just don't think there's enough wizards. Even if all wizards were healers, which they aren't, Mm -hmm. there's not enough to, like, completely eradicate all disease and injury i think the privileged and wealthy will have access to wizard medicine and everyone else will have access to muggle medicine Mm -hmm. basically but i think it might be something like 
So not every hospital gets a wizard because, again, there's not enough. But, like, every health district... I can't think of the right words. But, like, every group of, like, ten hospitals or whatever has one wizard who spends a day at each hospital doing shit like mending bones and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What about curing cancer? Would that only be for the extremely wealthy and the privileged? I don't know. It depends on how it shakes out, basically. I definitely think that, like, massive pharmaceutical companies are going to be like, sell us your potion of cure cancer and we will patent it mm, mm, yeah i could see it yeah and yeah. you know sell it for a mint all that kind of grim reality but yeah. also like i can imagine amazon style warehouses mm-hmm. where it's thousands of muggles brewing potion of whatever yeah but then they have a wizard at the end of the factory line who waves their wand to make sure the potion works and <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> puts in the like bottle. muggles are going to <laughs> harness magic yeah. because muggles can't do magic but they're going to figure out ways to harness it like with the potion example as we yeah. as we know there's always at least one step of a potion that requires some kind of magic spell yeah but you for all the other steps you just have muggles doing it yeah babe and then you have massive, massive, massive factory lines churning out potions in incredible quantities and selling them to the general population. Yeah. And not just potions of cure cancer, potions of change eye color, potions yeah. of clean this surface, potions yeah. of cleaning know, potions. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. As, as usual, with any conflict, what capital can we get out of it? You know, yeah. <laughs> it comes back Let's to capitalism. Let's make some money. Yeah transportation is going to be completely different as well i think Mm -hmm. instead of having like train stations you go to like the transport hub and the wizard who's like behind the little glass box that they aren't allowed to leave without checking their wand back in (laughs) uh magics you up a port key and then you teleport wherever the fuck you want yeah i think obviously there are restrictions that like you know i wouldn't be able to use a port key i'd be vomiting for the rest of the day Mm. but like certainly a lot of people would choose would would be able to access that sort of option Mm mm-hmm same with flip pattern and stuff like that. But also, I I can't I keep coming back to the idea that like, you know, we've had the technology to have emissionless electric cars for decades now, mm-hmm. but big oil won't let us. Yeah. Magic gives us the potential to basically knock out our greenhouse gas emissions to zero. Mm. Because you can instead of having planes, you can have flying everything that runs on magic and there's no need for fuel anymore. And like uh, is big oil really going to let that happen? But also, how do they stop us? <laughs> We've got magic now. They can stop us on a larger scale. Like, they can make it illegal. But if enough of the average people and community-based ground-up things are doing it, mm. they can't arrest everyone in town yeah. <laughs> for using a broom to get to school rather than using a school bus and stuff like that. And Yeah. yeah. On an individual level, it's hard to do. But on an industrial level as well. Every single military aircraft now is going to run on magic instead of fuel because now you don't have to refuel your planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have a wizard inside levitating it. So what like, is going <laughs> to happen is that like all of this incredible technology is going to be available first of all to like the upper echelons, not just the rich, yeah. but like the military is going to get most of this magic first. And then mm-hmm. as with everything, it will filter down to the general population. Mm. But I think quicker because lest we forget, wizards are integrated into Michael's society. Yeah. Your kids are wizard. Like, so 
after this war and as soon as people like keep having babies and their babies are born magical Mm -hmm. people like a lot of people i think would be trying to do almost anything they could to hide the fact that their child is magical yeah (laughs) well unfortunately you have to take the compulsory crystal (laughs) test when you're born where we wave a crystal over and see if you're magic There's ways yeah. around it, you know. People would be having births at home and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not registering their child until they know if they're magical or not. Oh yeah, secret unregistered wizards. Ooh, yeah, all that sort of stuff. That's gonna yeah. be there'll be rebellions and uprisings in the future. Yeah, there'll be all some of sort of potion things. that you can give someone who's pregnant. So if they suspect their child might be magical when they're born and they had the test done, they don't detect any magic. But yeah afterwards the kid develops magic naturally all that sort of shit Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah there'll be whole underground movements and stuff and like you said it'll be different in different countries like some countries Mm -hmm. will have these incredibly strict rules where like wizards aren't even allowed to own wands all wands Mm -hmm. are property of the government (laughs) yeah but then there's also like fucking wand makers in the wizarding population who'll be making secret wands and handing them out secretly Exactly. And then there will be some countries where it's like our wizards are just part of our population yeah. and they just have jobs and they go about their lives and they're dealt with just like regular citizens. Yeah, average people, average citizens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Subject to the same rules as all of us. I was talking about the problem of there's so few wizards compared to muggles. I think that is a problem that is going to solve itself within a matter of generations. So a few centuries. Mm-hmm. But the reason why there's so few wizards is because they keep themselves isolated secret. in secret little communities. As soon as they're out, everyone's going to be like, I want to fuck a wizard. Yeah. I want a magic baby. Exactly. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they are interbreeding with the muggle population, to use a particularly gross term, like, we're mm. going to have a boom of magical children. It's going to be the boomer generation. But instead of just yeah. babies, it's magic babies. <laughs> the grim side of that is sexual exploitation and yeah. slavery of wizards. Oh, yeah. Um, that is the very grim the highest side. bidder. And the positive side of that is, I guess, like, being a magic user is quite attractive to muggles, mm-hmm. so, you know, you might be offered a better way of life than a subjugated life, which is still grim, but... <laughs> or even just, like, I'm... Oh, I don't know if this is true, but... So you can get artificially inseminated, basically, and you can get, like, sperm from sperm donors. Can you buy sperm? I've got to yeah. assume yes. Yeah, that's part of the... You buy... You don't just get free sperm from a sperm bank. You have to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, you have to buy it. So wizard sperm is going to be, like, very, very yeah. highly coveted. There are so many people who will, like, knock me up with a wizard yeah, baby, 100%. please. We're going to have a much higher magical population very, very quickly. The problem of, like, we want magical solutions to all of our problems, but there aren't enough wizards for that, that's going to be solved pretty quick. Yeah, unless there's some sort of, like, in more extreme countries where it's like, oh you know we we don't want wizards so we're restricting you know marrying wizards we're restricting having children with wizards all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. but yeah in, in other cases it would be a magical baby boom 100 yeah it yeah it'll be different in different parts of the world there definitely will be countries who are like we want to eradicate wizards mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. straight up like try to exterminate them mm-hmm. and that's a grim scenario but like other countries won't be like that mm-hmm. other countries would just subjugate them <laughs> yeah uh. <sighs> So I guess kind of in conclusion, I think that overall society is going to survive. It's just that there will be a period, several different periods of massive, massive change, conflict and inequality and discrimination and like all that stuff. But we have all of those things already. Mm -hmm. And like society has already survived massive technological and social upheavals before. Like think about how different things were before the Industrial Revolution. 
Mm-hmm. Think about yeah. how different things were before the digital revolution, which <laughs> happened in our lifetimes. Uh, well, not, not exactly my lifetime, mm. but yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The collapse of the Roman Empire. Like, we've gone through these massive, massive changes before. It's not like we all still live in hunter-gatherer times. Like, mm. We adapt to change. It's the defining characteristic of our species. Eventually, magic will just be part of life, and magic users will just be everyday citizens. But it will just take us, I think, centuries, if not millennia, to get to that point. Yeah, it's funny, because like you said centuries and millennia to ha- see that change. And my mind instantly went, we don't have that long, because of climate change. But if we had wizards who were yeah. subjugated or integrated to society, and we were using their magic to... Obviously not, like, because big oil is going to get in the way, to, to not, like, remove everything and, like, change everything, but have a significant impact and extend the longevity of human the human race, then yes, yeah. we could have those centuries to build that we change. We could have that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we are barreling towards, like, global food shortages and extinction. hunger wars. Yeah. And 100%. extinction. Yeah. But with wizards, here's the thing. World hunger, gone. Because wizards cannot magically conjure food, but all you have to do is make one meal that can replicate it 10,000 times. Thing is, though, like, world hunger can be solved now with $10 billion, but no one's doing exactly. it. But no one's doing it. Because <laughs> yeah, no one wants to do it. a big problem. <laughs> like, it only takes $10 billion to solve world hunger. World hunger. Yeah. <laughs> but no one's going to do hunger. that. So, <laughs> any single any billionaire could solve world hunger and Isn't like not lose it. Like, like it would, and the next day they would have the same amount of money that they just spent the day before. Like it would be yeah, without losing anything. Yeah, wasn't there some bullshit thing where like Elon Musk was like, oh, if somebody shows me a plan of how to solve world hunger, I'll do it. No, you won't. And like <laughs> the World Health Organization or whatever the fuck was like, here's our plan: ten billion dollars. We can do this yeah. absolutely. And then he was just like, seen and didn't respond. <laughs> And, he's so yeah, dumb. He's, like, <laughs> he's completely ignoring his fucking pledge to do that because, of course, he is because he doesn't want to give up ten billion dollars, even though it would solve world hunger. Even though that's like the equivalent of him donating five dollars to the cancer council as he buys his groceries, like it's yeah. nothing. It's nothing to him, but it could oh. change the world and save untold lives. And he just won't do it because all billionaires are evil. <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. Look, oh. the problem of. Magic can solve all of our problems versus we don't want to solve all of our problems because having problems makes money. Mm. I just don't know how it would play out. Because yes, we do have all of this technology and money right now, which we could use to solve the world's problems. But also we don't have magic. I don't know how it would change things. (laughs) I think what we've come up with is quite good. I think ultimately, like... Like we said, big oil will get in the way of a lot of big, massive changes, but Mm -hmm. there'll be collective community change and there'll be like bottom up progress and Mm. there'll be times when it's like, hey, the world's about to burn if we don't do something in two days and like they'll they'll put all the wizards onto it, you know, like the the heat wave in Europe, they'll get wizards pulling like doing cooling magic and shit like that. Like it'll be putting out fires, but it'll still be making an impact. And the small changes from the ground up will be making an impact. So we'll have more time. But every single time there is every single time there's some kind of like national disaster or natural disaster, wizards will show up to deal with it or will be sent to deal with it because that's their job and they get paid to do it. But the thing about magical power is that it is so decentralized. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about like, you know, we can solve world hunger now, but it's like, we can't solve world hunger now. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and the handful of others can solve world hunger and they don't. But magic is integrated into a society. So 
let's take a, like a starving country who doesn't have any food makes America. one meal and then yeah sure America <laughs> a starving country with no food okay would need billions to solve that problem sure but if you have like I am a starving person with no food and my sister is a witch. My sister can make us the 10,000 meals that we need. Like, we don't actually need some higher authority or higher power to come in. It's the people in our communities who can do this sort of, like, world-changing magic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm struggling to articulate my point, but I think you understand what it is. No, I do. Yeah. Yeah. The problem of our current society is there are people who have power and security and people who don't. In a magical society, the people who have and the people who don't are integrated in with all the people with power. Yeah. It's like right now, if I snap my fingers and gave randomly 1% of the population superpowers, it's not going to line up so that all the billionaires get all the superpowers and all of the poor subjugated people of the world don't. It will be evenly spread through the population and the world will change irrevocably. Yeah, it's like that book, The Power. Have you read it? It's a good one. It's on my bookshelf, but I haven't read it yet. But yeah, I yeah. think I just stole the premise of that book, basically. <laughs> Similarly, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think we've figured out what would happen uh, to an extent, and I hope that our conversations have inspired fan fiction for many people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been Jem, and if you're a wizard, it's on site. I don't care <laughs> if you're a nice wizard. How many memories have you up today? Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Rhea, and what will happen when muggles find out about the magical world? You heard it here first, folks. It's the five stages of grief, and then we all just sort of figure it out eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.